Welcome to Revival is Here Again with Apostle Goodhart. God is about to speak directly to you as this message is guaranteed to impact your life. As you listen today, expect that God's Word has been sent in your direction to bring about revival, healing, restoration, and transformation. With faith in your heart and great expectation, join me to receive God's Word through his choice vessel, Apostle Goodhart O. Equeme. Very quickly, Revelation 4, 1 to 3. You know, throughout the day, the Lord was dealing with me on the area of grace and the mercy. My short homily is grace for greater open doors. And as I watched the, the movement of today's service, from Pastor Bimbo sharing on faithfulness and the choir end up talking about mercy, the last song. I begin to join the dotted lines that what God is said to do in our lives in this season is nothing that can be credited to a man's strength. Oh boy, I'm already preaching. Is nothing that can be traceable to your skill or capacity. As a matter of fact, the weaker you are in yourself, the more available you are to him for greater open doors. Let that word mercy not leave you through this year. Let that word grace never leave you through this year. Just like God gave us a code last year. That I'm with you as a mighty terrible one. I believe he's given us a code for this year. Mercy and grace. Ah, yeah. For greater open doors. Revelation 4, 1 to 3. And you'll be seated shortly. After this, I looked and behold, a door was opened in heaven. Aya, aya. Not in your living room. Not in your palace. Not in your village. Aya. A door was opened in the heaven. And the first voice which I heard was as it were of a trumpet talking with me. Which said, Come up! Either. and I will show thee things which must be hereafter and immediately I was in the spirit and behold a throne was set in heaven and one sat on the throne and he that sat was to look upon like a jasper and a sardine stone and there was a rainbow round about the throne in sight like unto an emerald. Grace for greater open doors. Our Father and our God, we stand at the threshold of the changing of seasons. We are grateful. We are thankful at your help in the past 12 months. Ebenezer thus far you've helped us. Lord, we humble ourselves. 
We beseech you again to release a word over us for this season. A word that will silence our adversaries and every adversity. A word that will beat our mountains and will fill our valleys and make smooth rough pathways. Let this word run through into the nations that are the truth. We are in the season. Not just open doors, but greater open doors. Take a call of fire once again from your altar. Place upon my lips that I may speak expressly your mind, your counsel over these your people. As always we vow to give you alone the praise, the glory, and the honor. In Jesus' wondrous name we pray. Somebody shout a big amen. amen. Whilst you're seated, tell your neighbor grace for greater open doors. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Saints, this is one of the most exciting crossover years I believe that we are experiencing as a church family. Not only did God graciously and lovingly point us in the direction of the season many months before that, but he has granted us the grace and the enablement to begin to push it in the spirit. For those who have been in this church, you remember there have been many catching up moments in this church, in many services, where it was obviously clear that before the end of the year, God had already crossed us over to the year of greater open doors. So in my mind, what we do today is only a celebration. We celebrate where we've come into already in the realm of the spirit. For many people across the world, they are waiting for some seemingly outstanding secret word to be released at midnight. This is the year of wonder, wonder, wonder. They say, hey, no, we've crossed over. Huh. By the mercy of the Lord, we turn the curve before the end of the year. By the mercy of the Lord. Greater open doors. There is nothing as comforting and assuring as knowing the will of God per time. I've said over and over again, when you are in his will, you have a guarantee that he is committed to pay the bill. And what God provides for his vision, what he says, there is supply to bring it to pass. It's true. Saints, we are not just in a season of open doors. If that were so, it would be exciting. But we are in a season of greater open doors. That persists that we've experienced moments of open doors hitherto now. God has opened doors. Right now we are live in Makodi. Roger McCordy is connected as part of this family right now life. Right now there are people across this who are locked on here. Doors have been opened in the past many years. But God is saying, I'm going to multiply the doors I've opened in this season. Greater open doors. The Bible declares in Isaiah 43, 18. Remember ye not the former things, neither consider the things of old. Behold, I, God, will do a new thing. A new thing, a new thing, a new thing, a new thing. That which you have not known is about to be known to you. 
He said that which has not entered the heart of a man but has been reserved for those that love him that God in this day and age will reveal it to them by his spirit. God is about to do new things in your life. And you must not allow the old experience to attempt to creep and to crawl over you into the new day. Believe God. As a clock hits 12 midnight today, believe God that certain things could not cross over with you. Amen. Oh, your amen needs to be revived. Hallelujah. Greater open doors. The Bible declares in Ecclesiastes 3 1 to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. Times and seasons. I've been sharing a few things in snippets here and there on GBPA on Sunday on Wednesday I want to just put them together a little bit and in recent times I said 2023 in my mind is a very significant year for many reasons one as a church we are coming into our seventh year of existence seven seven there is something about seven in this season Seven speaks of rest. Seven speaks of completion. By the way, in scripture, there is such a thing that is called, listen carefully, the year of the release of God. Ah, yeah. Ah, yeah. Deuteronomy 15, 1 and 2. says, at the end of every seven years, I hope your spirit is alert. <laughs> Thou shalt make a release. Thou shalt make a release. And this is the manner of the release. What happens here? Every creditor that lendeth ought unto his neighbor shall release it. He shall not exact it of his neighbor. Of the brother, guess what? Because it's not called a man's release, it's called the Lord's release. Seven years is a type of Sabbath and is a type of Jubilee. Jubilee is a window where things begin to rise of their own accord. Whilst it's a restful season, it's a season where your little efforts become amplified. It's a season. It's a season worthy to be maximized. Release. The Lord's release. When the Lord speaks prophetically, He tells us what He is doing, what He's prepared to do. However, every prophetic word must be engaged, number one, through prayer, number two, through engagement of covenant practices. Paul said to Timothy, wage a good warfare with the prophecies that have been spoken over your life. First Timothy 1.18. So they are spoken. Spoken means this is what I'm going to do. But 
for you to see them happen in your life you must be willing to engage there are points of responsibility for us to see the manifestation of greater open doors somebody shout a big amen, amen. hallelujah one of the things the Lord has begun to impress upon my heart in this season, I've shared it in different ways, is that there is a renewed clarion call from heaven for the church to rise up to the place of sonship or the place of maturity. Because a ruling and a reigning church is on emergence. A ruling and a reigning church is on emergence. And that ruling church is not babies. It's sons. So as we have stepped into this new season, let us also understand there is a call for you and I to rise up to maturity. To become truly a son that can rule that can establish the heavens on the earth over your own territory or your own jurisdiction shout a big amen somebody psalm 110 1 and 2 says the lord said unto the my lord sit thou at my right hand my god until i make thee i make thine enemies thy footstool until I make thine enemies thy footstool. It says, The Lord will send the rod of thy strength out of Zion. Rule thou in the midst of your enemies. In the year of greater open doors, you will sit upon your God-ordained throne and you will rule in the midst of your enemies. Somebody shout a big amen. Let me say it again. Trust in your spirit will get pregnant. In the year of greater open doors, you will sit on the throne that God has ordained for you and you will rule in the midst of your enemies. Somebody shout a big amen. A scepter, a wand of authority is about to be placed in somebody's hand. In this season of greater open doors, shout a big amen. Men will not trample over you anymore, but you will trample over your foes and your enemies. You trample over fear, over sickness, over delay, over barrenness. Whatever is anti-covenant, you will trample over it. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, please believe God. It's a season. Hallelujah. It's a season. It's a season. It's a season. It's a season. It's a season where there's a clear on call for the church to engage more in the area of discipleship. Growing up to become sons. No longer tossed to and fro by the wind of doctrine but being established in the word to rule by the spirit of God. Hallelujah somebody. Hallelujah. We read in Revelation 4 verse 1 that a door was opened in heaven. And as the door was opened in the heaven a voice was released from the open door. Then a trumpet. Then a voice that said, come up hither. Th these are pointers to what happens when the door is open. Especially doors open in the heavens. Praise the Lord somebody. 
Now, open doors is synonymous and likened to open heaven. Right? Open heaven is synonymous to open doors. So when we speak about greater open doors, we also speak about the heavens opening over a man's life. And there is such, oh boy, a spiritual phenomenon called open heavens. When the heavens opens over an individual's life, listen carefully, there is a joining or connection between the heavenlies and the man. There, oh yeah, there is heightened level of traffic activities between the man and the heavens. Why? The heavens are open. When the heavens are open, you, you work like an ant, you eat like an elephant. But when the heavens are closed over a man, a people, a church, they struggle. They labor, they plan, they sweat. But there is no commensurate harvest to their labor and their toil. And what the Lord is saying that in this season, I am opening my heavens over you. Your amen needs some revival. That means we're going to expect amazing, alarming results in this season. Why? The heavens are open. Over your family, amazing results. Why? The heavens are open. Over your finances. Concerning your marital destiny. Why? The heavens are open. Hallelujah. Expect it. Greater open doors, open heavens. This phenomenon is true in the Old Testament. It's true in the New Testament. I'll give you a few pointers. Deuteronomy 28 verse 12. It says, on account of the blessing of obedience, it says, the Lord shall open unto thee his good treasure. Hallelujah. The Lord shall open over Rochick, over Hong Global, his good treasure. What is it? The heaven to give the rain, oh boy, unto thy land when in his season and to bless what? All. When that season, oh, to bless all the work of thine hand. Guess what? That oh, shakapa. Thou shalt lend unto what? Many nations. What? On account of the heavens opening, you become a lender and you will not borrow. Somebody shall greater open doors, greater open heavens is my portion, will be my experience and my manifestation in this season. Over my health, over my business, over my marriage, over my career, over my endeavors, in the name of the Lord Jesus. If you believe it, clap for Jesus. Greater open doors, greater open heavens is my portion, is your portion, will be our experience. Hallelujah. Glory to the Lamb of God. Hallelujah. Look at this in Deuteronomy 11 21. That your days are here may be multiplied and the days of your children in the land would the Lord swear unto your fathers please listen to give them as the days 
of heaven upon the earth. So you can live on the earth as though you are in heaven. Heaven upon the earth. Jesus teaching on how to pray. He said, pray thus. Kingdom of God, come. Will of God be done. What's that? That's enforcing heaven over the earth. May our lives and our experience in the next few hours, few weeks, few months, few years be nothing other than heaven on earth. Somebody shout greater open doors. Greater open heavens. Clap your hands. Shout hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. And declare happy, happy new year. Hallelujah. 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 Give him praise for two minutes. Give him praise. Give him praise. Give him praise. Give him praise. It's a new day. It's a new season. It's a new hour. My God, my God, my God, my God, my God. The limits are broken. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Our days shall be likened unto days of heaven on earth. Come on, let's clap for the Lord once again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, be seated in God's presence. We're almost there. Hallelujah. In the New Covenant or New Testament, this same phenomenon of open heavens was also a reality. Wow. In the life of Jesus Christ in particular, it was mentioned that the heavens were opened over him. The Bible declares in Luke 3.21 Now, when all the people were baptized, it came to pass that Jesus also being baptized and praying. So we see one of the keys to open the heavens. Pray in. Ah, yeah. Guess what? The heaven was open. And the Holy Ghost, Holy Spirit, descended the body shape like a dove upon him. And a voice, hear a voice again now. So when the heavens are open, angels traffic, but a voice comes. And a voice came from heaven which said, Thou art my beloved son, in thee I am well pleased. May we truly walk under a continual, perpetual open heavens in this season. In Jesus name. Amen and amen. Say with me, grace for greater open doors. Saints, it takes grace. It takes the mercy of the Lord to step into open heavens. To step into open doors. You know, let me try to fast track my thought for this morning. Many weeks ago when I got that 
that theme for this year, Greater Open Door, I realize that the acronym for Greater Open Door is G-O-D. It's God. G-O-D, right? It's God. So you can call it a God year. It's a God year. And it, 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 it was a bit frightening to me, but I began to get some measure of download. I believe the season is so precious, so precious, that literally it is the Lord's intention to literally embody men in this day and this generation that will literally literally walk amongst men like gods it's a frightening it's a, it's a frightening season g-o-d psalm 82 verse 6 says that the lord said to them that you are gods it says he i have said you are gods small g and all of you are children of the most high. You are who? And Jesus referring to God as his father in John 10. Had the Pharisees murmuring complaining but he said in verse 34 that hey, uh, if, if I said in your law that you are gods whom the word of God came unto, what's your bother about me calling God my father? If I said in your law that you are God, small g, who what? The word of God came to. So it's time we allow the word of God to come to us on any subject, in any area. We rise up to the place of mastery in that area. You are God's. Here you are. Exodus 7 verse 1. And God said to Moses, You shall be a God to who? Oh, come on, come on, Roger. To who? Pharaoh represents what has been bothering you. God over sickness. God over delays. My God. God over being broke, being sick. God over infirmities. Pharaoh is your public enemy. He's the one that has been used as an instrument to hold you bound. But God said, hey, I, I am making you a God to Pharaoh. It's the season we are. It's, it's so mind-boggling personally that I, I had to see that, wait a minute, it takes mercy, it takes grace to traffic in this realm and this dimension. You can't get into this realm because you're strong. Is for the broken. This began to take me back to brokenness. <laughs> but what I'm about to do in your lives is going to be so marvelous that if care is not taken, if you don't learn to give God the glory, you will begin to share the glory with Him. Did you hear that? Yes, Let me try and say it again. What God is set to do is, is so alarming. That is it. It's mind-boggling that if you're not broken, if you're not humble enough, you will be tempted to share his glory with him. Is it God here? 
It's a year that requires a renewed understanding of mercy and grace. Please. It's our code for this year. And if there is a need for grace, for greater open doors, we must find out how we can get more of grace so we can stay intact with the journey. Are you here? <laughs> if grace is needed, I want to know how to find grace. <laughs> he said to Paul in 2 Corinthians 12 verse 7, not to be buffeted by the enemy. He said, hey, my grace is what? Sufficient for you. Wow. So what we need at every point in time in our lives is just the sufficiency of grace. It will take you out of any, any challenge. Paul said, I am what I am by the grace of God. Grace is a key. Mercy is a key. How do we find it? Humility. I've preached many sermons in one. <laughs> it says, humble yourself under his mighty hand. He will exalt you in due season. It says, he gives grace, more grace to the humble. Hello, somebody. Let me say again. What your father in heaven is said to do in this season is mind-boggling. Your mind right now cannot comprehend it. It cannot. Why? It's, you've never seen it before. And in order to get there, the pathway is mercy and grace. And the key to grace is humility. Brokenness. Are you here? You are gods whom the word of God came to. You are gods. You are gods. You are gods. You are gods whom the word of God came to. <sighs> A few things I wrote here about the year. A season of global harvest and revival. Increase angelic activities for global harvest of souls. But I want to close with one thought in particular that is very, very um, key amongst all that I've documented. Please listen. I believe, wow, it's a season where, listen carefully, vision, wow. Say with me, vision. Vision is critical and important. Wow. It says, see, I have made you a God to Pharaoh. Huh? So vision is important. Yeah. It's a season where we must catch a God vision. Until we catch a God vision, we'll not run with it. It says, I stood upon my watch. Habakkuk 2 verse 1 and 2. To see what the Lord will say to me. Aya, aya, aya. To see what he says to me. So the first level of understanding is I see. Or better said I hear. But by the time you hear again you see. So progressive hearing leads to seeing. Are you here? Please say alert. We're almost there. We'll soon pray and go home. He says in Proverbs 29, 18, I think it is. Where there is no vision, my people perish. One version says, where there is no vision, 
my people cast off restraint. Another one says, where there is no vision, my people go wild. So this year or this season of greater open doors is a season that vision is very important and critical. He said to Abraham, Genesis 13, 14, after Lot was removed from him, he says, look northward, southward, eastward, westward. He said, whatsoever you see, I give unto you. Vision. Vision. We must cry out to God to give us a God vision. A, or better still, a God-sized vision. A God-sized vision. And guess what? It's called a God-sized vision because you need God to pursue and to fulfill the God-sized vision. Listen, when you receive a truly genuine God-sized vision, it will drive you to God. It will always remind you that it is God-sized. You can't do it on your own. It will drive you to humility and to pursuing grace and mercy. Hiya. Praise Lord somebody. Glory to God. We're going to pray. Oh, Zebita, eternal horses. As the oil has passed to you today, I want to read from Psalm 89. As we believe God that fresh oil comes upon our lives for this new season. I thought I hear louder believing amen. Hallelujah. Psalm 89. Father, we lift up these what is presently a chemical product to you and ask your breath to come upon them. Let them become miracle instruments for signs and wonders tonight that as it comes upon the brow of our heads, the fresh oil truly comes upon our heads. We become too slippery to the force of darkness. Let there be a release and engagement of grace and mercy requisite for us to journey and traffic with you in this year and beyond without casualties, no hitches whatsoever. Oh, Father, thank you. We'll give you the praise and the glory in the name of the Lord. We'll hallow it, sanctify it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. We believe that you have been tremendously blessed by the ministry of Apostle Goodhart Obi Ekweme. It is our conviction that this message has begun a mighty work in your life and we pray that the grace for prompt obedience to the Word of God will rest upon you. We look forward to hear and celebrate your testimonies with great expectations.